Welcome to the Quick Talk Podcast with Joshua Latimer, where we discuss business, life, family, faith, struggle, fire, pain, and ultimately winning. It's time to take massive action. Look, I, I can't work harder on your life or business than you do. It's ultimately all on you. You know, God created all the food the birds would ever need, but he doesn't put it in their nest. You've got to go get it. 10 out of 10 people die. So how about doing something today that actually matters while you still can? Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Quick Talk Podcast. How the heck are you? Hope you're crushing life. Hope you're crushing your business goals. And hopefully you're not ready to collapse already because we're not even halfway done with the year. And I felt like I was going to collapse a few weeks ago, but I've got a new fire in me, which is awesome. It's always nice when you feel like you can conquer anything, but you never feel like that all the time, right? You know, when I had the interview with Myron Golden that just published, um, it really affected me. I don't know if you could tell. (laughs) I was like really starstruck by what he was saying and maybe parts of it were cheesy. I don't know. You know, me, the parts of me being like that was cheesy. I don't know, but it had a huge impact on me. And I think it was when he was just talking about the differences with the, just I don't know, like just the way that we deal with anxiety and with small business being such a roller coaster, it's crazy, you know, and in addition to that, you can't really leave it at home, or I'm sorry, you can't leave work at work when you go home because it's just an all-consuming thing. Um, I can tell you this though, uh, even though with my current company, we're still like walking through the fire, I always say that, um, my other company, uh, I did get to the mountaintop. You know, I achieved what I wanted to set out to achieve. It wasn't to build a a billion dollar empire, but it was to build a a large, automated, clean, profitable business that I didn't have to touch. And after you get to that mountaintop, mountaintop, that anxiety, like things really do get better as you scale and you get systems in place. And today's podcast, I wanted to talk about mining for gold because one of my favorite TV shows ever is Gold Rush on Discovery Channel. And, you know, the earlier seasons were probably better than the ones now. Like, you can kind of tell some of the stuff's a little bit more scripted now. But I still watch it, and I still love the show. Uh, but what's really interesting is if you go back to, like, the beginning of Gold Rush, uh, when Todd Hoffman went out there, they didn't have a, a big budget. They didn't have sophistic- sophisticated equipment. They really didn't even know what they were doing. Although, if you go back and watch those episodes... They thought they knew what they were doing. Like, they were so sure, right? And that's what it's like when we start a business. You, like, you have your idea. You do know some stuff. You feel confident. And in most cases, you feel overly confident. And you start digging in the dirt and mining for gold. Well, they got a little bit of gold, but it was, like, a minuscule amount. And if you remember, there's this, like, 16-year-old kid down around the corner uh, from his initial claim named Parker. And Parker, I think he was actually like 15, 16 in the beginning of Gold Rush. And he would get more gold than the Hoffmans would get. Uh, and he was 16 years old. And it was really frustrating to Todd. And that's one of the, the <laughs> like, I don't know, conflicts of the show is Parker versus Todd. But the moral of the story is that with your business, like mining for gold, uh, look at systems in your business as like the sophisticated equipment, the processes, the procedures. Uh, look at look at your expertise as you being better at identifying where to prospect and and dig and strip ground, right? Where do you strip the overburden off? How do you know where the the ancient underground water riverbeds were, right? I mean, that comes with experience. You can read the book 
or you can put 10 years <laughs> into gold mining and you'll start having different types of intuition and you'll start making more correct decisions, right? And because Parker grew up doing it, he was like light years ahead of Todd. Um, and with business, it's kind of similar. And I had a, a call with uh, David, a guy that I've been helping this morning, and he was asking me a question about if he should, you know, like he's starting to get momentum. Uh, he had his biggest month ever last month, ever. He's been in business quite a long time, but it still, it feels like a dumpster fire to him. <laughs> it's like we're talking on the phone and I'm like, David, you had your biggest month ever. He's like, oh my God, I didn't even realize it. Yeah, that's right. It is my biggest month ever. But he's in survival mode because it's a small He's just starting to push sales and marketing really hard, which has been his biggest problem, you know, you, you know, in the past historically. And I'm hammering him every time I talk to him, like, don't put your foot off the gas. Don't let your foot off the gas. You have to keep, you know, the lifeblood, the gasoline is the sales and marketing. Now, with that being said, like the result of going beast mode on deal flow and creating sales and marketing is that stuff starts to break and there's pressure. And you have one employee, now you need two or three. You have one truck, now you need two or three, right? The money gets where everything gets weird, okay? Um, and you can't be perfectly efficient when you're in that state. And the question he asked me was, you know, I, I feel like I could be more profitable and more efficient if I could just take some time and invest in uh, some different equipment and some tools and some different processes so that when we're on, when we're on the job site, like we, we get there, get out of there quicker or more efficient in the way we unload and load our truck and all that stuff. And, and this is a, a common mistake that I see people make. And I hope this isn't too confusing. I hope you're understanding what I'm saying. When you polish a system, I call that a calibration system. And what I mean is, is let's say that Todd, instead of just digging yard after yard after yard of dirt, instead of focusing on just volume of activity to get some gold, let's say that instead he was, you know, repainting his uh, sleuth box or whatever it's called, like the, the, the different piece of equipment that, you know, parse out the rocks and the dirt and get the gold, right? Let's say that he was just shining it and spit shining it. And, and yes, there would be a benefit to it, um, but there really is no benefit to it because his business wasn't big enough. He wasn't running enough dirt through the machine for it to really matter. And so my view and the way I ran my business, the way I coach people I work with directly is that you have to slam your foot on the, on the sales accelerator. If things start getting overwhelming, you don't stop selling so that you can go back and fix every little perfect system. Don't do that. Instead, raise your prices and start modifying your close percentage so that maybe you can take some pressure off and just schedule more profitable jobs. But what you want to do is during the busy season, which a lot of you guys are in right now, you want to you don't want to squeeze every perfect little percentage of profitability out if you're trying to grow your company. When you want to start spit shining your systems and you want to get and you start squeezing every ounce of margin out of every job, when you're ready to do that, you're going to have to push pause on the growth and then go through all of your systems and introduce what I call calibration systems, right? So for example, like let's say that your profit margin is 30% and you do 200 grand a year, and so the business makes 60,000. Well, that's really cool, but what if you would have been able to get 40% profit margin, but it would have taken you, you know, the, the busiest three months of the year for you to really be anal about every little perfect system and tracking every little thing and yelling at your guys and making them do all this stuff, but you only did, I don't know, like 150,000, let's say. Well, technically, if you made 40% on 150,000, you would still make the $60,000 profit, but here's the problem you've lost the extra $50,000 worth of customer base that you're gonna be able to carry with you forward for the next 10 years. 
you're going to be able to spit shine your systems later. You're going to be able to, to polish your, your gold box and your whatever it's called. I can't believe I can't remember. I know this stuff. I'm a huge fan of Gold Rush, but I think you get the point. Don't get anal on the perfection and the perfect efficiency of everything. If you're going to be obsessed with anything, it needs to be on sales. It needs to be on driving deal flow to your phone and closing those sales. If you get totally overwhelmed and it's completely out of control, don't stop marketing. Just adjust your prices. That's called supply and demand pricing. Um, and a lot of people don't do that. I mean, the, you can either just charge more and close a little bit less to kind of manage how busy you are. And then when you slow down, you can circle back to the leads that didn't schedule and you can offer them a quote unquote discount to schedule then. I mean, I, a lot of this is common sense to me looking back on it, but I remember what it felt like in the middle of it and it's like, you don't know which way to go. I mean, you really don't. It's like, you need to fix this truck and you need to do this and you know you need to buy a water-fed pole or some piece of equipment you and you have people selling you stuff and marketing to you and then you have your friends and family giving you opinions and everybody's has contradicting opinions and it's just like a mess. Just remember this, when you're mining for gold, focus on volume of dirt. I mean, <laughs> if you're actually mining for gold, you do wanna make sure there's gold in the dirt, but I promise you for your service and your market, there's always gold in the dirt. Run the dirt through the wash plant, okay? Run the dirt through the wash plant. As you get in the habit and, and of being consistent and you master the art of deal flow and creating that marketing lever and you can just create you know, new work on demand, once you have that dialed in, circle back, build a better wash plant, extract more of the gold per yard of dirt you're running through it and that is the, the faster way to growth now hopefully that makes sense if you think about the big picture one guy's doing 150,000 a year in growth because he's anal and someone else is doing 200,000 a year in growth that makes a huge difference in the long run and the one guy will have a much bigger business that he can turn the uh, calibration systems on later and extract every ounce of profit ever but he'll get up to scale faster he can hire a team faster and get what he wants faster hopefully that's a value to you guys i have some great interviews coming out uh, this week and also some big exciting announcements i'm excited to share with you i just want to take a minute too before i let you go just to thank everybody for the itunes reviews i'm at like 167 itunes reviews i read every single one of them my wife reads them we're excited about them it's the fuel that keeps us going and it means a lot to me. So if you haven't done that yet and you have a couple minutes, it would be a super awesome digital high five to me for you to do that. Just just push pause, take two minutes. It might be a little annoying and then bam, you're done and you totally high five me. And that is such a huge deal. So thank you very much. Keep sharing the episodes. That's also a big deal. Take care and God bless. Hey, thanks for hanging out, friends. And from all of us here at the Quick Talk Podcast team, we hope you love today's show. We hope that you were inspired to become a doer and not just a listener. Apply what you've heard today in your own business and watch things change for the better. Lastly, remember that all the money in the world can't save your soul. Seek first the kingdom of God, my friends. We'll see you next time. For more information about the Quick Talk Podcast or Joshua's other businesses, visit our website, quicktalkpodcast.com. Have a blessed day.